Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Gilligan's Isle of ADD, or Attention Deficit Disorder. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple things to talk about tonight. First off, so Watsi released um, the Eberron campaign setting and then the crossover from Magic the Gathering setting. And I really don't care. Um, I've read... I've read Eberron, and it was interesting. The third or third edition version of it. Um, I the last time I played Magic, I was eighteen. I'm thirty eight. Um, I feel like I'm so far behind that I've thought about it over years, like playing it again, because for a long time I never I didn't play D and D, and just didn't have much going on. So I thought ah, I could get into that because it just seemed like everybody was into it, and. Uh, yeah, I never did get around to it, and it just feels like I'm I'm so far behind. Like, I went into the dollar store the other day, and um, they have magic cards, like, but the old brown ones, like they sort of the original magic set, and that was the stuff that I kind of learned on. And they were three bucks for like forty random cards, and I was like, well, I could build the deck that way. But honestly, I think I would just spend money and and not actually play. And if I played with somebody who's been playing for a long time, of course, they know more about the rules and stuff than I do and and they probably have a crazy awesome deck sorry this is going to be a little about Magic the Gathering I guess um, as a side note for a friend who plays and uh, he was playing in a, a Magic tournament that they had just between friends of his and they had set a rule for basically what you were allowed to spend on a card per week so you're allowed something like 20 bucks a month or something so you could be a crazy jerk and buy one card for 20 bucks for the month or you could buy five dollars worth of cards a week i thought that was kind of a, a good way of doing it because I think a lot of these guys they kind of like stack their deck and then i don't know i just don't see how much fun that is um when i played before we we were just sharing a deck actually and me and my buddy would go to the bar in the afternoon on a tuesday and we just played magic in the bar which was kind of fun um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on magic. I'm going to get back to the other Watsy stuff in a sec. <laughs> so, I have more than enough gaming material. I have tons of stuff that I haven't even used yet. So, when a new setting comes out for the official setting, it doesn't really get me super excited. I mean, if you're... I have some friends who are really into just 5e and they've been collecting just 5e books and only Watsy books. And I think it's just, it's more of a collecting thing than it is a, a using it thing. I'm not a huge fan of that idea. I, I like, if I'm going to purchase something, I'm going to spend my dough on something, you know, it's going to have to be useful for me. And uh, thus far, I mean, really the only thing that I really need is the Watsy, you know, uh, monster manual. And not that I'm playing 5e, but there, I, I downloaded the free DMG, and it's, there's like, I don't know, a bunch of the basic monsters in there. I mean, I could write Adventures till the Cows Come Home with, with that. So I don't know if I really need to go out and spend the 50 bucks. And I mean, I can create a monster myself. I'm not, you know, I don't need to be handheld. But as far as um, campaign settings go, yeah, I don't really... Uh, neither of those two turn me on at all. I've read Eberron, um, not really a Magic fan. As I said, um, so I don't really know much about Magic World anyway. And you know, for the twenty bucks for the PDF, I think 
you know, I got, <laughs> I've been kicking, and one of those people don't buy stuff uh, for myself often, but they have the, you can get the print on demand version of Greyhawk. So I'm, I'm going to buy that in the next couple of weeks because I read a little bit of it and uh, I think I'd like to read it just for the sake of reading it and, and maybe having it on my shelf because I'm sure there's some great ideas in it. And I think, you know, if the guys at Watsi decide to put out um, Mistara, I'm sure I'll probably get it uh, as a side note. But I think that's the only one. Um, on Vaults of Pandia, somebody put up a Mistara 5e conversion guide, and uh, it's really good. It's really well written. So, I mean, if, if you want to run 5th edition in Mistara, you know, there and go go to Vaults of Pandius. I'm sure if you're going to run 5th edition in Mistara, you already know about it, but in case you don't, uh, or you want to check it out, I think it's cool. Okay, um, next segment. So speaking of things I have that I don't use, I have a, the PDF of Blood and the Chocolate. I was talking to my photocopier guy, who also coincidentally is a giant D&D nerd. When he first came to um, <clears throat> my office to set up everything, he noticed I had a D&D &D folder on my computer. He's like, oh, and he starts looking through the folder. And I'm like, oh, you're a D&D &D nerd, like not even concerned with, you know, the fact that he was basically uh, ignoring my privacy. Um, so I was talking to him today. And I was asking him how his game was going, and he's playing uh, Out of the Abyss. And uh, so I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, I've been reading Blood and the Chocolate, and I kind of like it. So then I had to explain to him what that was and what it was about and what it was sort of based on, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Then I had to explain Lamentations of the Flame Princess to him. And uh, he seemed intrigued by the idea of the adventure, not so much the the um, the game um a lot fp and i think part of it is for me and this is just a weird thing but part of the reason why i like the osr is because i never i never played third or fourth edition like it doesn't and that's i think partially why fifth doesn't make tons of sense to me you know i, I grew up on second edition so the osr to me is just like it's like picking up where i left off um so when I, you know, I explain to somebody about race as a class, they just go, oh my God, you're so old. And it's not even that, right? They don't even say so old. It's just like, but why would you want to play that when you could, you know, build this epic god of a character? Um, it was the same thing Tim was, you should listen to Tim's latest episode. He was talking about how he likes to game and, and just old school gaming and um, I totally agree with him. I mean, for me, it's, it's really, it's about, you know, having, having six hexes and creating a few different things and, and seeing where it goes from there. And if the characters die, it takes three minutes to roll up another one, not four hours, you know, or hold on, I gotta go and download a pregen, um, of the exact same character, you know, like I was, I played fifth for a little while there and it's like one character died and I created another one. And it's basically the same goddamn character with a different name, you know. And, I mean, that can happen in basic D&D, too. I know I've heard people who sort of have this sort of trope of, you know, their same character. Um, which, I guess, is probably a good time to wrap this up. So what what character classes is the one that you really like? Or, or, or have you had, you know, have you had a character that sort of continued, you know, like you had 
Grudthak, the barbarian, and he died. And then the next character you rolled up was kind of Grudthak, and you sort of kept some of the same mannerisms and things that you were doing before. And and so Grudthak lived on, even though it wasn't really Grudthak. Um, I was just a, curious about that. Um, but yeah, I just i am not a fan of this whole player build thing. Um, it's weird. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me tonight. I'm kind of rambling, so. All right, have a good one, guys. Hey Shane, it's Matt from Matt Rano. I'm a little bit uh, breathing heavy. I'm out walking my dog. So this is my daily check-in for all you people following along, which is like maybe one. Anyway, hey, uh, talk about settings, man. I'm with you. I know when setting, uh, when Eberron came out, that just, that just didn't do anything for me. I, I think I looked at it, put it back on the shelf, never bought it. You know, I think it's like steampunk magical, some bullshit, something. I don't know. And then, uh, Magic. I tried to play Magic a couple times. Never got into it either. So all the just goes to show you, I am not the target audience anymore. So I bought my three core books plus Strahd. I bought Sword Coast and I gave it away. So I guess they got some of my money, right? I'm kind of supporting it. Anyway, later. <laughs>